It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. Oh, and it is Car Cone Carne. I'm James Van Ostel, still at home. Uh, I'm guessing I'll probably be home to like, it's looking like April or May if the headlines are to be believed. Quarantine Cone Carne, sponsored by Happy to Meet You. They are Chicago's online butcher shop. They're serving the same steaks. If you were to go to a Chicago steakhouse tonight, you'd be eating the same cuts of meat that you get from Happy to Meet You. The difference is Happy to Meet You will bring these cuts of meat to your home. Contactless, local delivery. And if you use my promo code, carne c-a-r-n-e spanish for meat you'll have it delivered to your home next day in the chicago area the quality it's as it's as good as it gets and if you use my promo code in addition to that free local next day delivery they'll throw in a pound of mother chucker burgers these gigantic patties i've made burgers out of these a few times Uh, they're as good as it gets happy to meet you.com m-e-a-t letter u.com and if you really want to stock up heading into the weekend we're all at home. You want to cook good stuff. Load up. If you spend over 150 bucks, you can get a free ThermoWorks Superfast Pocket Meat Thermometer. That's uh, for orders over 150. If you use the promo code Temp, Happy to Meet You.com. Do it now, especially with the promo code Carney, because that expires this week. Do it now or forever. Hold your meat. My guest tonight, he is Zach Buzzkill of the Radio Buzzkills, a fantastic band out of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, He also is one of only two people I'm aware of who actively wears an ascot, the other one being Freddie from Scooby-Doo. I was was not sure. Was that me? Was I supposed to talk there? No, you're on now. We're doing this. Oh, I love it. I, there's so much I love about Radio Buzzkills, and we'll jump around as we talk. Uh, this is a pop punk band. It's steeped in 90s uh, pop punk style. You've got a look. You've got a, an attitude, a sneering, snotty attitude. And you've got this kind of like Archie's 1950s on meth look about you, which I absolutely adore. I, I was talking with uh, another mutual acquaintance, Haley of Haley and the Crushers, and I mentioned this notion of bandality having a look, having a thing, something that when people go to see you live, they're in it. They're seeing a performance, a show. And I think you guys have that. I think one of the biggest things is everyone in the band is huge, hugely influenced by the 50s and 60s and that whole period. And every band was always in an outfit. That was like the normal thing. So when you think about starting your own punk band, because all of us from this band and everyone's great. They're super talented. Uh, We've all been in like a million punk bands. So when we sat down with this idea, we thought like, how do we avoid being uh, just another punk band? And we thought matching outfits. And we went through a lot of uh, horrible choices. There were some (laughs) atlas chaps thrown around. Um, Some other things I don't want to talk about. Uh, I'm still in therapy for those, but. Uh, we settle on the sweaters. Although I've got to think, knowing how tight those punk clubs are, those, those small rooms, I, I bet that gets awfully toasty on stage. Well, yeah, your sweater becomes part of you eventually. 
And so you you leave the gig, you're throwing that in the back of the van, and all you really want to do is throw it into a barrel and light it on fire and walk away and never look at it again. Well, and you can identify him by smell as well. You know, by the time you get to Indianapolis, it's like, oh, yeah, that's jeans. That one smells (laughs) like Doritos smoke and an old lady. That's jeans. They definitely uh, walk away from the final show on their own there's been times they've been so bad they've just played the show for us the the inanimate sweaters but well and that's good for you it takes the edge off lets you kind of catch yeah. your breath maybe yeah, work, work the merch table you know they get stolen all the time the sweaters oh just yes all the time we uh i'm not i'm not surprised by that because again it goes to uh, that look it, it, it feels like kind of a special thing the the only surviving full set of sweaters is the blacks that you're seeing right now. And that is because once one or two of each of the other ones got stolen, the, Jenny is in charge of these now. She has them on lockdown. They're in like Fort Knox. Uh, we had green and eventually green was stolen actually right before our, our eyes, which was a strange occurrence. Uh, we've had red red we had enough of those stolen where we couldn't use them we had white stolen black is the last surviving ones where there's four of us there's been times where we've just played shows where we're all in slightly different colors well and jokes on the thieves because black is a very slimming color and that that could in theory look the best on everyone well and where's where are you gonna wear it at because everyone knows it's a radio buzzkill sweater in st louis you're not gonna just like walk around at the bus you're going to get beat up. We have a huge, uh, uh, you know, legion of angry fans. So, yes, you are from St. Louis, but I know, you, I mean, you've certainly been through Chicago. And if one were to visit the Radio Buzzkills page on Facebook, as I'm scrolling through, uh, there's Jenny. I, I'm pretty sure in downtown Chicago, it, it was unmarked in, in the photo caption, but it looks like there was a picture on your Facebook page taken in Chicago, like maybe a summer or two ago. So I know you like coming here. Uh, we love Chicago. Jenny and I are supposed to get married in Chicago. For for whatever reason, we've always just been absolutely in love with with the city of Chicago. We're supposed to get married at the Hideout. I saw your episode on the the live album that was filmed there. Yeah, we were supposed to get married at the Hideout in April, uh, and that for it just didn't happen. You know, we got cold feet, and there was a horrific virus, so we still have our money on hold there. We're Dude, just we'll, that's awesome. Yeah, we're just telling them, uh, you know, we want to have a maskless safe wedding. So when when that can happen, we will be married at the hideout. Um, the radio buzzkills will play there. We'll have another band too, playing some live like 50s and 60s covers. But yeah, we're 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 hoping to one day get married at the hideout. That's we a love fantastic Chicago. place to do it. Fantastic place to do it. Uh, so what are you drinking right now? What's filling your glass? Finish Jameson. She's going to be really mad at me. I, I want you to see how hard I'm parting tonight. Fresca. The grapefruit that soda. The, yeah, that's the drink of cults in that movie, the Bo- in that show, The Boys. That's Have right. That? Hey, man, yeah. I was drinking Fresca before The Boys made it cool. Fresca's a drink. It, it is a drink. It, it is, is a drink. So let's, drink. Talk about, let's talk about punk covers because you, Zach Buzzkill, uh, a gutter pop Christmas is coming out a week from Monday, which is Cyber Monday, and this is your second annual collection of pop punk holiday covers. Yes, this is an issue too. 
It's actually more of like an issue issue uh, 1.5 because we carried over some of the same covers and then we added uh, five or six new ones. It actually ties into an episode you had a couple weeks ago about public domain because all the songs that we do on it are Christmas public domain songs. So can I we- just say thank you for listening or, or watching like that was such a Chicago centric episode. That was about Columbia College and the students there doing a public domain thing. So thank you for watching. Well, I have a really weird, I have a lot of schemes. The radio buzzkills are involved in a lot of schemes. And one of them involves public domain music. I love it. So that's yeah, what all these songs are. These are pop punk bands doing songs that you don't have to pay, pay licensing fees on. Exactly. Yes. All, all of the songs on the whole record are public domain. So you get a lot of the traditional, you know, Jesus-y ones, which are really fun. We uh, probably the most fun collaboration that I've ever done. Not that anyone cares about me, but people do care about a band called the Jasons and uh, Jason V, who is a uh, I'd like to say he's a good friend of mine, but, you know, he's a murderer. Uh, we were able to do a collaboration with those guys. Uh, what did we do? We did silent. No, we did joy to the world. It was the black Russians, the radio buzzkills and Jason V doing joy to the world. We broke out the teacher version as well at some point. That's fantastic. So I, and I do love the, the idea of public domain stuff. I went to, um, kind of this DIY drive-in scenario in a Chicago suburb called blue Island last weekend. And the way they're able to do these drive-in movies outside the place is by showing public domain stuff. And so I'm kind of, I started going down that rabbit hole. What is public domain? What can you get access to? So at this drive-in, we were watching Carnival of Souls from like 1964, that old creepy. Oh, the original one. Yeah. yeah, With the organ music. And yeah, I love that one. And same thing, looking at what music people can have access to. It's kind of cool. And there's a ton of stuff you can appropriate and make your own and it's amazing on this it's called a uh, a gutter pop christmas carol i should have the art around to show i have up. the art so if you keep talking i'll oh, pull good. it up yeah um fantastic art on it really kind of describes what it is it's some really awesome punk rock bands doing kind of ramonesy versions of all your favorite christmas hits Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Oh Holy Night and all those ones that like your grandma would play when you were growing up. Uh, Other than Jason V violating all the rules we gave him, uh, everything's family friendly. And so you could pull it out at Christmas Eve and listen to it. Um, But, you know, if you're Jason V, you just do what you want. If I were him, I'd do what I want. Absolutely. I mean, look at this list. I've got the uh, I've got the artwork up here. who are some bands we might not be aware of? I know. Well, there's um, the black Russians. I love them, but there are mortal enemies. Um, <laughs> we recently did a split with them. It was America versus Soviet Russia. I'm not sure if you know about that band, but um, they were actually raised in an orphanage that was uh run by some really out of touch communists who refused to believe that the cold war was over. And they, isn't, this the, isn't this the plot of the Black Widow comic books in Marvel? Exactly. Except imagine if Black Widow made a punk band of, and was four dudes. That's hot. Yeah. So I agree. Four dudes. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, there are enemies, but they do an insane version of Silent Night. Um, we really tried hard to get bands from all over the world too. Uh, like, I think it's really important. There's so much good punk rock that's out there if you look beyond your borders. Um, so a bunch of those bands are from all over the place. We have so bands like Holly from Europe and the Hum Hums from Japan. If you're watching on Facebook right now, Jen Buzzkill has stepped into the chat and shared the link so people can uh, buy or enjoy it. And thank you, Jen Buzzkill. And this will be on vinyl in true holiday form, in true Christmas spirit. Uh, it'll be available in red and green vinyl. Oh, do you already have it? Are you going to show us a visual aid? Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Here is... Uh... Here's the green one. And you're right. That cover art's great. Can you hold it up a little closer? That cover art is really cool. Oh, yeah. The cover's awesome. Love it. And it was actually the dude from the Evil O'Briens, a German punk rock band who did it. This is one of the very rare transition pieces for you vinyl nut jobs that want all kinds of crazy stuff. But uh, it is in red, green, and black in traditional uh, colors. And I will give a big shout out to Ken. I don't know if you can see this. We tried to make every record look like a package from Santa. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. He, that's we went out, we bought a nice little gutter pop stamp. And, oh, it's so cute now, don't you know? So are you, are you obviously, the holidays are a big deal to you. I mean, you wouldn't throw yourself all into doing a comp like this if, you weren't like all all in for Christmas and gifts and trees and garland and all that stuff. I love Christmas. I just always love Christmas. I think Ken, he's the co-owner of Gutter Pop that's putting out that record. He also loves Christmas. So I think for us, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. Especially in these times of 2020, it's nice to just like put up a Christmas tree and pretend that you're not in the beginning credit scroll of a zombie apocalypse movie or at least the prequel of the handmaid's tale yeah i haven't watched that yeah it's not it's not the kind of show you binge that's when you take slowly yeah it's a, it's a bit tough a bit tough to roll through well so as far as covers go beyond the uh the holiday covers the radio buzz kills no strangers to doing covers in fact earlier this year you put out the get bored ep which was all covers. All covers. First time we've done something like that. I, I love it. You covered Jesus and Mary Chain. Of course. Who? What punk band wouldn't? I, I still love those early albums. I love Automatic. I love Psycho Candy. All that stuff still sounds good to my ears. I think one of the reasons that our band works as well and as weird as it does is that each one of us have our own kind of bizarre influences, and that's one of mine. The Mary Chain, you like the distortion, the feedback? Oh, all of it. Yeah, that whole era of weird post-punk Jesus Mary Chain. Yeah, that was yeah. one of my picks. It's funny. If you look at that record, you, it's kind of fun. You can guess which one of us picked which song. Because that was mine. That was one I picked. And, and Jen, I'm sure, is the Amps, right? Oh, of course. Which, which she, she introduced me to Kim Deal and all of her... Uh, kind of post Pixie stuff because of course, uh, of course we were huge Pixies fans, but um, all of the, the kind of the Kim deal solo breeders amp stuff. So yeah, that was of course, Jenny. 
And the thing about the Pixies, I like those albums a lot when they came out. I think they've aged exceptionally well. Those first few Pixies albums, they, they sound, they still sound current and ferocious and just badass. Well, you know, I was in the camp of, you know, you seem like you're much more intelligent than me. I'll just be honest. But uh, when I was in, when I was a kid, you know, the Pixies were one of those bands like, oh, dude, they're not punk rock. It's a screechy weasel. It's not the queers, the Pixies, Ugh, feedback, you know. Ugh. So that was kind of the mindset I grew up with thinking about bands like the Pixies and stuff. But then when I grew up not to be an idiot and started listening to all those records, I, I, I actually wear a mask to work every week that Jenny bought for me that has the Pixies logo on it. So um, it's kind of been fun because we'll always be a punk rock band, but I think if people listen carefully, they'll hear some of those really weird influences. And there's a couple songs with, that we did. Uh, there was a song that we did no one's ever picked up on it that is like just chock full of nothing but Pixies references. And everyone's like, oh, that's cool. It sounds like Screeching Weasel. And it's, uh, <laughs> which I love Screeching Weasel, but it was like, those were all Pixies ripoffs, guys. We're ripping people off. At least get the right people. See, I don't get, I, I, I'd like to believe that all of us listen to lots of different stuff. Yeah, you could be all punk rock. You could be all Screeching Weasel and Sludgeworth and God knows what else. But you also listen to other stuff. I mean, I think if we were to dig into other into people's phones and look at their playlists on Spotify, it wouldn't just be one type of sound. I mean, you, you deviate, you, you bounce all over the place, right? I'm suspicious of people who only like one style of music. Me too. I'm very suspicious. Right. Let's round them up. Yeah. Yes. Like that uh, by the, numbers, the paint by numbers formula. The Radio Buzzkills, last time we spoke uh, previously on the Radio Buzzkills, last time we spoke, you performed at the Virtual T1 Fest, which was super cool. Uh, I hope no one, no one else who played that night was listening, but I think you stole the show. And you debuted a new song during that performance. We did, yeah. It's the first time we ever played that. It was, I don't think any of us ever get nervous to play anymore, but I was terrified before we started playing that live. <laughs> And, and the song was, I want, I want my records back. I want my records back. Yeah. It all comes back to records. Always. Definitely. Definitely. So a relationship song. Totally. And I think one thing that people lose sight of with the radio buzz kills is almost everything is a relationship song. No matter like how horrifying the content is, <laughs> I, I really enjoy taking something that is obviously not sh should not be a relationship song and turning it into a relationship song but, but yes totally a relationship song and that's the thing i like about bands like yours the music is sunny it's melodic it's cheery it's it's up tempo but it can sound a little dark too once you, you listen to the lyrics oh. like oh we have a song about jeffrey dahmer eating people and there's <laughs> there's times where we'll be playing it. And I'm like looking out, like I'll mention Indianapolis, you know, we've mentioned St. St. Louis and Chicago, but we have to give our love to Indy because the radio buzzkills do an insane job. And I should say rather that the people of Indy do an insane job of supporting us. But uh, I had this thought. So we have a song about Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, it's horrible. The <laughs> idea was to do a Jeffrey Dahmer show tune. Like there was a show tune about him. And I'm singing these awful things and everyone is just dancing and smiling. 
Uh, and I think there's something to turning that into a love song rather than just, you know, wearing weird makeup and screaming into microphones like a bunch of Norwegians. Can you say that? Sure you can. Oh, you just okay. did. Yeah. Oh God. Now I now I'm on some kind of Norwegian watch list. I, the Norwegian bands they they do shit seriously. If they if they're angry at the church, they'll burn it down. So I try not to talk about this too much because it takes away from my cool factor. But I do teach special ed children, and um, so one of my kids right now is doing a, a a science fair project, and he is talking about how his cat responds to different types of music. And he had like some normal kid music, you know, he comes up to me. He's like, uh, Mr. Buzzkill, I need, uh, I need some help here to find one more type of music for my cat to listen to. And I turn to him and I say, Norwegian death metal. And he's like, what? I was like, dude, you got to see what happens to your cat on Norwegian death metal. I don't know what's going to happen, but you got to see. So now his science project is actually like, Mariah Carey, Kanye, and Iced Earth. Iced Earth. That's just straight up like power metal. I don't know. I just named Come something. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, that's actually a great science project, really. I mean, th- that's kind of brilliant. Yeah, I just told him to stay out of the room when the cat does the Norwegian death metal. And I mean, as you know, with Norwegian death metal and as an educator, it is never too early to introduce kids to the joys of making music while wearing corpse paint. Yeah, especially when it's just like corpses too. You That's know, right. Real thing. Dig them up. So I, mentioned, that? so I mentioned the uh, Get Bored EP, which you put out. It's free on Bandcamp if you want to listen to it, download it, have it, hold it. Uh, it seems like everyone at, at Team Radio Buzzkills has kept busy or creatively satiated during the pandemic is that a fair assessment i think it's a really fair assessment we've we've been super careful too though so like we were supposed to start up a seven inch just sunday and we just canceled our studio time because we kind of decided that even though we're all being real careful better be safe than sorry but but for the most part when when we felt comfortable when everyone's been in quarantine for a while we've definitely tried to get around and record as much as possible Sure. Um, but, but get, get bored was definitely one of the completed outcomes of that for sure. I love it. And the production's great. It sounds big. It's just awesome. And I agree with, you know, it's a bummer about doing the seven inch, but it's like, we're in this marathon. We're at the 25th mile. Like we've made it this far. Can we please just not fuck it up? Can we please make it to 26.2? Let's just get to that point where we can exhale. Yeah, my heart really hurts. Like I was talking to JD from Jagger Holly. I don't know if you know that band uh, from Europe. They're just a phenomenal band. And um, I was talking about him because he works in the restaurant bar industry. Yeah, And he's kind of saying like, you know, guys, if we would have just got this right the first time, I wouldn't now be afraid of losing my income again. And it's and it's not just here in the U.S. You know, it's yeah. all over Europe and everything. It's, it's been tough. Yeah. Take care of one another. I want you, I want you and Jen to stay healthy and well so that at some points next year, we can see you here in Chicago. Oh yeah. We, we have our third record ready to roll. It's written. Some of it's recorded. 
it keeps getting refined and refined and refined. I was actually in discussions with a label today about uh, potentially picking up and setting a release date for that. I mean, we're we're ready to go. We were ready yeah. to we were ready to tour with one of the final last surviving Ramones. I mean, as a band like us, how how huge is that? And of then course. It, it's like, hey, your wedding's canceled and you're devastated. And then, hey, also your your tour with Richie Ramones canceled and your tour with the Jason is is canceled. So, uh, you know, we 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 made use of our time. The new album, I think, includes only half of what was originally written for it. And it's going to be killer. It, I think it'll be our best one. People say that, but I think I really mean it. And then um, we had time to mess around with covers. I love it. And uh, Natalie in the Facebook chat says, Mr. Buzzkill just became my favorite teacher, special ed or otherwise, of all time. Well, I appreciate that. It's high, pra- high praise. I mean, more so than Mr. Cotter or yeah. I don't know any other teachers or at least famous ones. You're the only one I know. Well, I'm the most famous rock star teacher. Oh, wait, hang on. What about the dude from The Offspring? Didn't uh, Deck? Maybe he just has a PhD. I don't know if he teaches. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> complain, but Mr. Buzzkill has a quite a few uh, degrees himself. Um, <laughs> that's you can that's Doctor Buzzkill. I didn't. I didn't go to four years of grad school to be called Mr. Buzzkill. I'm Doctor Buzzkill. Uh, in in reality, I am. Uh, I have my doctorate in uh, education. Look at you. I, I'm, I'm darn proud to know you. Uh, a mutual friend, Jimmy Costanzo, says, what's up, fellas? You know, a lot is going up right now. Yeah, it is. A lot is going. I think we're having a good time. I think we are. I think we're friends now, right? Dude, we were friends at the end of last time when you put up with me. <laughs> last time I, I got the full Zach Buzzkill treatment. You finished the performance. This was at T1 Fest. And uh, you were in just snotty punk rock mode. It was kind of amazing. Yeah, someone said, yeah, dude, all interviews should be like this. It's like, I don't know if blatant disregard for the interviewers always are called for, but there's times. It, it depends. It, if the interviewer knows what's coming, it's okay. If the interviewer doesn't have that context, it can be brutal. On, on that note, I apologize because no, I, I thought no, I, kind of, <laughs> I figured it out. So we, <laughs> I rolled with it. So the Christmas stuff, a gutter pop Christmas that's in, on sale again, Cyber Monday. Uh, you can get it in red vinyl, black vinyl, green vinyl. But if you're a true collector and if you care about Christmas and you care about Jesus, you'd get all three. You do. And there's a lot of Jesus songs on there. So that seems like the right, the right and morally just thing to do is get every edition. Yeah of a gutter pop Christmas. My dream is that someone buys it, not realizing it's just punk bands having fun, you know? And then they listen to uh, the joy to the world one. You know, we all know the line is the Lord has come. And uh, let's just say that part of the song's emphasized slightly on the, on the record. And uh, I just hope that one lady buys it with that misunderstanding. And if you, if you accomplish that, your work is done here. You know what's fun about being a radio buzzkill? I've said my work is done here over and over and over <laughs> again. And just more cool shit happens. It's crazy. 
So uh, if people want to get their hands or at least preview a gutter pop Christmas, where should they go? Would that be on Bandcamp or on your website or on where? Yeah, you can go to Bandcamp, um, gutter pop records, Bandcamp. You can go to uh, also just search for gutter pop records, big cartel. Those are the two big places it's selling. And then you can listen to stuff on uh, all of the awesome bands have all done a good job of promoting it and putting their songs out there and stuff because they all worked really hard on them. Everyone killed it. It was it was uh, every time I have expectations for a project like this, they're always greatly exceeded. So that's a good feeling. So Radio Buzzkills, I love your band. You're super fun. Uh, you are Zach Buzzkill. Uh, we'll support the new release. We'll look forward to more from Radio Buzzkills in in the very near future. Yeah, very near future. We have a whole bunch of stuff planned. In fact, we just wrote like a new seven inch tonight. We're ready. Awesome. I want to thank everyone who's been watching on Facebook Live. If you're listening, thank you for doing that too. <laughs>